LIW American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW American Horror Story Review, episode 45 for 102 Home Invasion. I love myself some season one. Let me just say real quick before I get into season one. Um, I, I believe, I'm not entirely sure, but I want to apologize if I've been calling Jamie Brewer's character in this season or any other season by the name Charlotte. For some reason, I got it in my head that that was her her name in season three, and I don't know why. And I think when I did my season eight review, I kept calling her Charlotte. I think I did. I didn't go back and listen, but I'm fairly certain I did, and I think I did in the last episode of the of season one that I reviewed, episode 44. I think I might have done that. I'm not sure. If I did, I apologize. Her name is Addie this season, and it's sure as shit not ever Charlotte. I looked that up. The only time Charlotte comes up in, in the entire American Horror Story canon is season two. It's the woman who they who thinks she's Anne Frank, and she's not in a whole lot. I don't know why that name got stuck in my head for Jamie Brewer's character. I have zero idea. No fucking clue where that came from. I made it up. It's a phantom name. It never existed for her, apparently. I was not aware. But I feel like I said it a bunch, and I, I, I might not have, but I, it was in my head. So if I did, I'm sorry. If I didn't, here we are. A little psychosis there. So... Season one, I, I watched episode one, did the review, and I'm like, I'm going to do one at a time. I'm going to watch episode two, review episode two, watch episode three, uh, review season, episode three, and so on. You can follow the math on that, right? All the way up to, to episode 12. I'm not going to go in order. It's a little weird, a little redundant. Point is, I sat there and I watched episode two, and I'm like, all right, uh, it's 11.30 at night. I really don't feel like doing a podcast right now. Let's just go ahead and watch episode three. Just do two. I'll do two tomorrow. Big deal. Two podcasts. Who cares? Back to back. I do it all the time. I'm probably going to do them back-to-back right now. But, and then I watched episode four, and I stayed up really late. And then I watched the rest of the season over the next day, day and a half. And as of now, I've watched the entire season one. And it's not like it's a brand new season to me. I've seen it three times already. I think this might be my fourth watch-through. I love season one. Unashamed to say I love season one a ridiculous amount, probably more than most people. I think most people, when they think, like, what's a good American Horror Story season, they go, season two's the best. And I do agree, season two has more structure in parts. I get why people like season two more. Personally, I like how season one made me think about ghost house, how you know, haunted houses, because it made me think of them in a, in a way that nobody else has by this time. Since then, the haunting on Hill House has, has done a similar thing. They're a little more involving with the characters themselves and, and emotional uh, implications those characters have with loss and all that. Doesn't focus more. It, this season of American Horror Story focuses more on the actual house. It's called Murder House. Uh, Murder or Haunting on Hill House focuses like on the people and how they deal with that situation. They kind of do a blend in American Horror Story season one, but I love this season. I really do. I love through and through. Love it. There's some stuff that's stupid. There's some stuff that's stupid. I'm not going to deny that. And that's what this podcast is about, is discussing the stupid stuff on American Horror Story along with the great stuff. And season one and season two are going to be real fun, and then season three is going to be, eh, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to say about it. Season four, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking tear apart, and I feel like those are going to be long episodes because I fucking hate season four. I fucking hate it. I, I hate everything about it except a couple scenes. It's the opposite. I love season one, season two, except a couple things. Season two, reason I don't love it as much, when you start introducing aliens, I check the fuck out. I just go, okay, what else we got? I'm going to wait for this plot line to be resolved. Oh, it's going to continue? Oh, great. I thought it was going to be like a little, when they have Jimmy's character and he's like talking about aliens. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. 
I don't want to be down this road. I don't... I hate aliens. I find them incredibly fucking boring. I really do. Even the aliens movies. I just watched all of them, literally from Alien through Alien Covenant. I watched them all in the la- a couple weeks ago, and I even watched like Alien vs. Predator. And I watched them and retained almost none of it. I just do not... I watched the entire series of movies, and I just retained almost none of it. Like bits and pieces here and there. I just like cannot retain it. I don't care. I'm not invested with aliens. I don't give a shit. There's some good alien movies, but when they just focus on people just trying to survive aliens, I, I just like, eh, it's like a ho- slasher movie. It's like a horror movie. And uh, you don't really need to pay attention that well in a horror movie. And I'm like, uh, by the end, I have nothing saved in my memory at all. Anyway, let's get into this episode. Home Invasion. Shit hits the fan in this episode right off the bat. See, episode one, I keep wanting to say episode, but I keep starting to say season. Episode one is a little like like setting things up back to back to back and like moving, 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 moving. And season episode two, oh my god, I can't do it. it slows it down. It, it's like you got. It's got a lot going on, but it kind of goes. All right, now we can start doing our show. Setups out of the way. You know that most of the characters that we have to know already. You know that you know the Harmon family. Let's move the fuck on. Let's start introducing a little backstory, which is what American Horror Story does all the time. They jump around in years. Usually at the beginning of the, of the episode, they show the flashback that's going to relate to the episode, and so on. It's good. It's it's fun, and it's the only redeeming quality of season six. It's it's the or season five hotel. It's the only the flashbacks are the only parts I really enjoy. Uh, Evan Peters as well. But the flashbacks were like, I don't know, I don't want to get into it. We'll get into that when we get to that. Because, oh, I don't have to do it. I already did the show. Ha ha, I forgot. <laughs> that was the first season I did when I started this show. And I fucking hated the first few episodes. It took me forever to get to it. I need to get going, don't I? So, uh, 1968, uh, some college girls talking about going to see the doors. And they're walking on the stairs. They're in Murder House. Um, they're, they're all cool and cool and they're smoking and stuff. And they decide to go... Uh, Go to the doors. They ask the one girl to go. She's like, no, I got to study. I got to test tomorrow. And they're like, you're such a blah, blah, blah. We're cunts. We're cunts. And then some nurse walks in. It looks like their fucking mom. And she's like, quit making fun of her. She wants to stay behind. Who cares? And she sits down. She starts smoking a joint. And then the other girl is like a goody-goody is studying. Uh, The other ones leave to go see the doors. Uh, There's a knock at a door with some guy. And he's like, ma'am, can you let me in? I'm injured. I need to use your phone. Do you mind helping me? Ma'am, please? They let him in, or the, the, the goody-goody girl lets him in. They start patching him up because they're nurses, they're nursing, nursing students. Um, for some reason, like out of nowhere, the guy attacks him. I couldn't see this coming. Um, but they started to, he starts attacking him, ties up the girl, uh, has her on the couch, stabs her in the back a bunch of fucking times, just like, oh, just stabbing the shit out of her. Cuts back to now. Tate is telling Ben, they're having a little one of their therapy sessions, and he's just like, unleashes what he wants to say. He's like, by the way, well, I've been thinking about sex a lot, and I've been masturbating a lot. Thinking about your daughter, you know? You know, is it cool? Is it cool at all? Huh? No, is that not cool? And basically, they, he's basically like, I fucking, I'm, I'm cranking it to your daughter, dude. Is that cool? Do you, do you mind? And Ben's like, that's not cool. No, it's not cool. What are you talking about? They also bring up that the girl in the Boston uh, that he had an affair with previously that we don't see yet is not much older than Violet, which is fucking weird. Uh, ben gets a phone call here after he kicks Ben uh, Tate out of there, and it's, it's, he's like, "Stop calling me! I don't have to call me anymore." And it's like, "I'm pregnant," and it's like a soap opera moment. Dun, dun, dun. And you expect the episode to end, but it's then it's the beginning. Um, 
I don't even know where, where to begin on this. Oh, oh, so, <laughs> again, I watched these all in a row, so a little bit of leeway here for me. Sorry, grant me a little bit of leeway. The uh, in the last episode when when uh, uh, no, I almost called her Charlotte. I'm calling everyone Charlotte for no fucking reason. Uh, when Violet, Violet, Charlotte, similar enough, right? Maybe that's where that disconnect happened. Anyway, uh, Violet is talking to that girl that Tate attacked that was like a bully at her school, and they're sitting there like at a skate park. It's a weird little like underground skate park, like a Tony Hawk game, where you're like, nobody looks like an abandoned building with skate park material all around it, like turn, like not turnpikes, but <laughs> half pipes and stuff. And I'm like, who, who fucking made this here? But they're talking. She's wearing like a sun hat and sunglasses, and her hair's turning white, and she applies that, you know, Tate did this to her, got a fear, and she says that Tate is the devil, which is our first implication. We get that Tate literally is the devil. Um, and then that scene's over. And I was the only reason I even bring it up is because it brings up the tape being the devil thing. She's like, "Do you believe in the devil?" And he's like, "No." I'm like, "I do. I saw it in his eyes." And I was like, "Are they gonna?" When I first watched it, I was like, "Are they gonna fall through with that?" Or is it just she just scared and using hyperbole? We'll find out. In the middle of the night, an alarm goes off, and uh, the the door alarm, uh, the, the door is open, the of the house, and then Ben finds Addie playing in the basement with a ball, and she's like, "Get the fuck out of here." And then he he goes upstairs, and then upstairs, uh, Vivian is really concerned about the baby. She's like, fucking freaked out about it. And we don't know a lot about the baby yet, but holy shit, is this season about a baby? Uh, several babies, in fact. This is a baby centric show in the in the latter episodes, and it just begins here. So she's concerned just because you know you know she's fifty, she close to fifty, and I, I, because she had a, a miscarriage before. Because she was pregnant at the beginning of, of before they moved into the house, she was she had a miscarriage, and then and Ben's like, you know, your age, we have to really focus on the keep, you know, keeping you stress free and like let's remove any sort of stress. And this is not the house to be in if you're in that situation. If your body's going to turn against you and the baby, this is not a good house to be in, especially with lots of ghosts in there that are like baby crazy. So uh, Ben has a new patient in there. Uh, it's some girl. She's telling her dream where she's trying to get out of an elevator that gets stuck, and she's halfway out, and the elevator chops her in half. And then it just abruptly turns because she's like, is it weird living in the murder house? Isn't it weird? And he's like, do you know about this? She's like, everybody. I didn't know when I first you know, scheduled my appointment with you, but when I showed up, I knew. And he's like, it's not weird. And then and eventually she leaves. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going Like, when I'm first watching this, I'm like, what the fuck is going Who is this lady? I don't... All his... all his, Everyone he has an appointment with, they're just super bizarre. Like, they're always, like, at level 10. It's never, like, people, like... Like, I see a therapist. I'm not like, do you ever, like, kill a guy? Like, I'm not, like, crazy. I'm just like, I just feel this, and I wish I could do this, and how do I get to this, and that sort of stuff. But all his patients are like, I'm going to masturbate to your fucking daughter, and then you live in a murder house, and I'm boring as shit. That's going to come up later, I think. Uh, but... She's odd as fuck. You can tell something's a little off with her. She leaves. And then Ben is telling... Uh, he's on the phone with uh, Tate's mom. And he's just like, Yeah, uh, hi, you're, you're Tate's mom, right? Yeah, I, I'm afraid I cannot help her. He's having really inappropriate uh, communication with my daughter. And I do not feel comfortable treating at my house. I'm sorry. I can recommend a therapist for him. And he, he basically... I'm at this point. I'm going. Who the fuck is he talking to? Because it, if you haven't seen the show, 
I would just say f- finish season one because I'm gonna I'm not I'm gonna have a real hard time not spoiling shit for later. I'm just throwing it out there right now. I'm gonna go ahead and assume you've seen season one. It's been out for fucking nine eight years now. So Tate's a goddamn ghost, and I'm like, we I know who his mom is. It's Constance. We know that as as, as you watch the show. It 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 gets re- gets revealed very shortly here. So if you if you didn't watch the season, it, it's not too much longer till you get told. So I'm like, he's not talking to Constance because he knows Constance. I'm like, who the fuck is he talking to? Because I don't remember like the specific scenes, like something this small. Because it's they show it later. But at this point, I'm like, who the fuck is he talking to? Like, I'm, I was curious. I'm like, did Tate give him a different number? Did Tate is Tate on the other end being like, yeah, so, oh, you can't watch after my son. Why can't you see my son? Let him masturbate to your daughter. It's fine. <laughs> That's what normal people do, Benjamin. Like, is he doing that? What the fuck is happening? Is he talking to nobody? Is it a, is it a haunted phone? Oh, God. Uh, he turns around after this conversation, or during the conversation, and sees that his patient is still just wandering around the fucking house. And he's like, what the shit you doing, girl? Get the fuck out of here. And they, they, she's like, oh, I got turned around. And then she, he's like, get the fuck out. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Everyone in this house is just like, so this house is like a magnet for weirdos. But um, Constance is making muffins with Epicac. And she's making these and she's pointing. She's like, what's, Addie's like, what's that do? And she's like, oh, it just makes you a little sick. No big deal. Oh, it just makes you throw up. Not a big deal. Hey, Addie, spit in this. And she has Addie spit in the mix. And I was like, what's going on? And then he goes, uh. Ben runs into the Birdman. He's jogging around. He runs into the Birdman, Burned Man, not Birdman. He doesn't run into Larry Birdie run, or uh, uh, Michael Keaton. He runs into uh, Larry, the Burned Man. Half his face is fucked up, Freddy Krueger like. It's fucking terrifying looking. He does look like a bird, though, ironically, like a, like a scarred eagle. He runs into him when he's jogging and he's, he's trying to extort him for $1,000 still. <laughs> and then uh, he tells. He, he start for no reason. Ben is like, I have to go to Boston. I impregnated my mistress, and I was like, Why are you fucking telling this guy who's trying to extort you? He's already trying to extort you, or he's like trying to fuck with you and trying to get. I don't know what he's trying to get you at this point. He's not asking for money yet. I don't think yet. Maybe he is at this scene, but he's like, Here's more leverage. Here you go, guy. And I was like, What what the fuck is wrong with you? I think he just wants someone to talk to. I think he doesn't know anybody in the city, so that's not a ghost or a patient who is a ghost. Or his family, who obviously he can't tell. And he has to tell him why. He, he's, he's telling him that he's lying to Viv about why he's going to Boston. Um, Constance brings the muffins over to Violet. But Viv picks them up. Viv eats one of them very rudely. And then, well, this is why Constance is telling her that she has four kids. And some of them are gone. And Addie's the only one that's alive, it seems like. And... I'm confused because I, I, at this point, and I still, I don't know why Constance is bringing Violet puke muffins. What did Violet do to deserve puke muffins? Is she trying to kill her? Because it's Epicac. It's not like arsenic. It's, it's not rat poison. I don't know what she's trying to give. Her. Why is she trying to make her throw up? I don't understand. Is it so Tate can look at help her? I don't, I don't get it. Because I was like, oh, maybe she's trying to poison her so that she can be with Tate forever because Tate loves her. But why would Constance doesn't seem like that type of person to do that? Because Tate's clearly very good at murder. So I, I, I don't have an answer. Why I, I must have missed it all four times I watched the season, why she wants her to throw up. I don't understand it. I really don't get it. 
But uh, Violet brings the muffin, or is sitting in a room. Viv gives, uh, tries to bring in the muffin, the, the extra muffin that's left over. It looks like a turd muffin. It looks disgusting. But she gives it to her on a plate. And then Violet goes off on her for being pregnant and irresponsible and, and not forgiving the, fa- or forgiving the father. Because he's like, he's a sack of shit. He doesn't fucking care about us. And you're fucking pregnant. It's irresponsible. Get the fuck out of my room. And Viv's like, okay, that's great. We'll talk about it later then. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Violet sets the muffin down on the ground outside. Right outside the door. That'll come into play in a moment. Okay. So, and believe me, the muffin outside the door, for some reason, does come back up. Trust me. Uh, ben and Hayden uh, are in Boston. They're talking. It's a very awkward conversation. They're sitting there, and, and Ben's just like, eh, hey, I'm here in Boston with, with her. Uh, it feels like with Kate Mara, and it feels just like this, this awkward scenario. And she's basically getting uh, anti-preggers tomorrow. She's going to get an abortion, get rid of their uh, uh, fucking, what do you want to call that? They're they're a moral baby, I guess is what you call it. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, So they're going to go tomorrow, and Ben's going to go with her, and they're going to take care of it. And she's just like, let's relax today. Let's just be together. I know we can't do that. She's trying to play it cool. You can tell she still likes him. And end of scene. Um, at, back at the murder house, uh, the doorbell goes off. Viv answers it. She like looks at the peak hole. It's a woman, and she's reenacting the the opening scene where she's like, "My head, it's bleeding. I I need help. Can you let me in?" But this woman doesn't handle it well because Viv's like, Viv's obviously on edge already from all the weird shit. So she's like, "No, I can't let you in. I'm gonna call the cops for you." And she's like, "Just let me in the house, woman. You're gonna let me bleed out here. Just let me in, you bitch." She's like, oh, I'll call the cops. It's okay. I'll call them. And then, um, obviously, someone else breaks in. There are like other guys that are with her break in. There's a group of three, uh, including the, the girl outside was the new patient that Ben was seeing that's all excited about the murder house and had the dream about the elevator. And I was like, oh, she's probably going to get cut in half. It doesn't happen. I don't know. It was very, I thought it was a setup for something, but it's not. Um, it's the guy from It's Always Sunny who plays, uh, and this is a quote from the show, where it's like, the episode titled, I believe it's titled D Sweet D's Dating a Retarded Person, where he plays a rapper and he, he also seems like he's retarded, but he's like <laughs> it's it's one of the very I think it's the first season actually, one of the first episodes, but it's uh he he's the guy in this episode. <laughs> I always love when I see Sonny actors in this. Uh, I think there's a couple of them. But anyway, um they they grab him, uh her, Viv and Violet. Uh Violet breaks free eventually and Tate tells her to go downstairs to the basement. Uh, Viv is being held captive by the uh, Ben's new patient. This is, it's all scattered because they all run around to different rooms. So it's hard to describe, but fucking point of it is Viv sees Addie, and she's but the the kidnapper doesn't see her. Uh, kidnapper mean copycat murderers. They're gonna kill Viv and Violet the same way that the uh, people in the beginning, those two nurses in the beginning, were killed. They're trying to reenact it. That's it. There's apparently there's a whole fucking club about this. Viv sees Addie behind the murder uh, behind the copycat murder girl, and he's and she's like, "It'd be a shame if someone were to see this and go get for, go get help. That would be a shame." Very very obvious. And and uh, the girl's like, "What?" And turns around and Addie's gone. She just just runs out of there. Um, upstairs, it must be the other girl that has her because the upstairs the the Ben's patient eats the fucking muffin off the ground like a loose muffin. If you see a muffin in a hallway, you're trying to commit murder. Are you gonna be like? Yeah, hallway muffin. Those are those are delicious. Every time I see a hallway muffin, gotta have one. Gotta have one. Delicious. 
the, the fuck is wrong with this girl? She deserves what happens to her, which is shitting her fucking bowels out. And, like, she's, she freaks out and starts to think she has to go to the hospital. Addie runs next door. Constance is in a room, like, banging like a, board, like a fucking idiot. She's trying to bang him or getting ready to bang him. And it's like his name is Travis. He'll come up. He's in the season quite a bit. Um, and it's suddenly not at all. But she's talking. She's trying to bang him. Uh, Addie breaks in. And she's like, there's some guys next door. Guys next door. And she's trying to, like, tell her and panicking. And Constance is not hearing it because she's all hormoned up. She's trying to get a dick in her. And she's like, that's it, Addie. I'm sick of your lies. Ah, I tried to break in here. I'm sick of your lies. Puts her in a closet. And it's like a carry closet. But it's got mirrors everywhere. And she's like, look in the mirror. And, she, and, and uh, Addie doesn't like that. So she starts freaking out. Obviously, because she's putting her in a room, a small little room with, with mirrors everywhere. Fucking crazy. And you realize, oh, Constance is a, is a psychopath as well. Constance is one of the cruelest characters ever. But she thinks she's morally just and super strong for surviving all this. But like, she causes almost all the carnage. She's like the worst fucking person in in this entire show, season one through season eight. She's one of the worst people. But she just will never see that. She thinks she's the greatest. She it doesn't. The only thing it seems like she has an ego about is how strong she is. She's constantly talking, especially the last episode. She gets into like most people couldn't do it what I did. She's just like, so. I've lost more than most can imagine. Like that sort of shit. The whole season, whole way through, she's just talking about how she lost and how, how strong she is, but she causes all of it. <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, Tate, uh, Tate runs out and stabs the one girl with the axe. And, and I don't think, uh, he might kill her then. Vivian uh, beats a guy with a bull, beats the guy in the face, doesn't kill him though. Uh, the last girl takes Violet to the basement because Violet convinced her that the base, the the tub upstairs where she's trying, she's trying to drown Violet in the original tub. She's like, "This isn't the original tub for the murder. That's downstairs." So that's why she goes downstairs. Um, she's killed by the actual nurses, like the actual ghosts of the nurses kill her. And then Viv runs around outside screaming like a fucking lunatic. Uh, Constance uh, talks to Tate and Moira about getting rid of all the murderer bodies, all the copycat murderer bodies. They're going to find a way to get rid of them. Um, it's just, I'm just quickly summing up right now because we're getting to the end of it. Uh, ben is at the clinic with Hayden, and he's like, sh- she's like, it's a shame you can't go in the room with me. And he's like, yeah, I know, but you know, I'll be out here waiting for you. No big deal. I'll be here. If you need anything, I'll be here. I'll be here afterwards. I'll be here for you. Trust me, I'm here all the way. I will not leave no matter what I do, no matter how many, no matter, I'm going to look at my phone in three seconds. No matter what that tells me, I will be here for you, I promise. All right, bye. Have fun in there. I, I mean, you're getting an abortion. I mean, I'll be I'll be here, though. Looks at his phone, 13 missed calls, and then you hear the, woo, camera pans out. And, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't stick around too much. Uh, cops are at the house. Uh, God. Like, there's a lot of cops showing up at the house to talk about people that are missing or dead in, in this series, in this, in this season. They say they found a girl almost cut in half, which might be the one that... I guess that does happen from the elevator. I guess he hits her with the axe so hard she almost gets cut in half. Uh, they found Violet is mad at Ben for not being there. I'm just saying things that happen uh, because it's not fucking interesting to go into the scene. Uh, Viv tells Ben that she wants to sell the house. That's where it ends. Just quickly wrapping up there. I don't want to go into too much detail with that sort of shit. Basically, it starts, to, it starts the uh, plot lines that Violet is really turning against Ben. She starts to hate her dad. She's already kind of like, uh, uh, he sucks. But she's really turning against him since she got in this house and realizing what he's doing. Because she saw him like 
kind she like misinterpreted the scene where Ben and Moira were. T- I hate saying that name because I feel like I'm saying it really weird. Moira. It's not Mora. It's M O I. Moira. Moira. But anyway, they're like, Mora's trying to fuck him, and he's like, no, but it looks like he's trying to fuck her to, to Violet, so she thinks that. So she starts setting up the plot lines here that Violet is turning against Ben, setting up the plot line that Viv is turning against the house. She wants to start selling the house. She's like, we can't fucking do this. Like, this is going to happen all the time. And that's where it's starting from here, or ending here. And then we'll start there next episode. So, um, I wanna, I'm going to go ahead and read my notes next time before I record. I didn't do it this time, and I feel like it was sloppy as shit, and I apologize. I also apologize for the Charlotte thing. This is an apology-filled episode. But it's 25 minutes. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, LAWstudios.com. There's other notes, uh, other links in the website, uh, for, uh, websites for the notes. Good God, I cannot speak. I'm, fuck it. I'm getting out of here. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm sorry. I'm just so sorry. I'm sorry, Charlotte. <laughs>